This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. All right. Welcome back to the Survival and Basic Badass Podcast with Kevin and Chuck. Today we're going to talk about, well we got a list and it's going to be uh, 10 ways to step up your prepping um, to help get prepared, things you can do this summer, this spring, um, to really kind of raise your preparedness level. Um, we put together a big list, 10 things. We started out with 50 and kind of whittled it down and cut down to the, uh, you know, essential, uh, let's get ahead, let's make some headway and uh, get things rolling in the right direction. Um, I don't know, Kevin, uh, where do you want to start? Um, uh, well, we can jump right into the list. Let's hear it. Uh, number one. Number one, trade with neighbors. Trade with um, neighbors. So I, I've been doing that a little bit. Uh, recently, um, cut up a tree in my neighbor's backyard for him, and uh, it's a little barter networking. Yeah, he gave me a, uh, a car charger, battery charger, and uh, that sort of um, that sort of thing kind of uh, Very gets your skills gets your skills moving as far as getting the trades going, and uh, you know finding out about some stuff that you you may not necessarily be able to afford or or want to spend money on, you know. Very John Gall to view. Yeah, there you go. There you go. No. Um, there's a there's a lot of networks too. If you go on um, on Facebook and uh, Craigslist, there's a lot of things that you can you can see, find to uh, to do some bartering and trading with that too. You know. Yeah, I know we had mentioned in you know a uh, barter episode or something, but trading skills. Mm-hmm. You said you know you used your chainsaw or whatever right. and. Took out a tree and and you got some uh, actual physical products in return and some firewood because he was just looking you know, to get rid of it. Yeah, well that that's a plus right there. Um, 
I mean, just to be able to get rid of some of the clutter out of your house. Mm -hmm. But I, I think it's more than getting rid of stuff or getting more stuff or right. or avoiding the tax man or any of that. It's also getting in touch with your neighbors, getting mm -hmm. in, you know, getting to know your neighbors, who they are. Right. Kind of one, you can feel out their inventory and mm -hmm. their resources a little bit. But also, you know, when you talk to each other, you build up that relationship. That's somebody who might have your back as opposed to steal from you. Right, right. You if know, you when, when times they, get hard. Yeah, and I've I've had neighbors uh, try and sneak up me when I sneak up on me when I was in my own backyard in the dark because they thought I was somebody breaking into my house. See, they're so, looking out for you. Yeah, no, it's not a it's not a bad thing to have neighbors that watch out for you. Yeah, but I let like me just that. say, if you if you live someplace where all your neighbors are assholes, you might be the asshole. Just a heads up. That's a, it's a hard lesson a lot of people don't want to I learn. I notice that in my own house sometimes. <laughs> Everyone in your house is an asshole except for you? And maybe. I'm maybe, yeah. I don't know. I hear rumblings. Yeah? Yeah, you know, it happens. Mm -hmm. Well, I've known you for a long time. And, and I am an asshole? asshole. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's, at least I'm consistent, right? Mm -hmm. That's right. Ay, ay, ay. All right. So, that's number one. Um... Let's jump down to uh, number number two. Uh, what do you got? Maple trees. Uh, tapping, tapping maple, maple trees. trees. Yeah. Now, we're actually, you know, I think I might even mention, I want to put together a video on this. Because believe it or not, the right time of year, when you want clean drinking water, mm -hmm. tapping a tree. And, you know, it's a lot of work to... Yeah, you have to, to collect a lot. make maple syrup. Yeah. But... To whittle up a little shoot and tap a tree and get water to come out mm -hmm. is something you should try and do. You know what? Spend 20 minutes, watch a YouTube video, and maybe it'll be mine if yeah. you uh, give it a little time, you know? Yeah, I have a, a friend of mine that um, uh, he comes up to one of the places where I work at and goes through the woods behind the buildings. And taps them all. And taps them all. And he even, you know, sets up some of the... I know you've seen those hose uh, systems. Yeah, yeah, the where they all, all run together, in, yep. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, you can get in really pretty deep into it. I, myself, I've never actually done uh, done any uh, maple syrup making. I think maybe I'm going to have to give it a try uh, It's a lot. This next round. It's a lot of gallons to, mm -hmm. to one, ratio. you know? Yeah. I guess it varies by tree, but the bottom line is it's something like, you know, a tree's usually like 2% sugar, you know, in the water coming out. Okay. So like 100 gallons, you're going to get like two gallons once you boil it down. All right. So it is it is pretty intense and, you know, labor intensive and whatever. Um, typically a tree, I think they say you get 10 to 15, I've heard 10 to 20 gallons per shoot. Over a season, uh -huh. um, you can usually do like two shoots in a tree. But again, it's not something I've really gotten into. I just, at a minimum, I think you want to be able to know, hey, you know, I can go out and find clean water right out of a tree. You just take your knife, drill a little hole, and you put the little funnel chute and put it in any kind of container you got. A can mm -hmm. you find, your canteen, whatever. Right. You know, your your camping cup, whatever. And just, you know, something you should try and do. Just to say, hey, I can go get water out of the woods if I'm stuck. Because mm -hmm. I guarantee you, 
figuring it out now when you have YouTube in your pocket is a lot easier than figuring it out when you're really thirsty. Now, again, that's seasonal. You know, it's something you do at the beginning of the spring just as you get, you know, above freezing each day. Mm -hmm. The sap will start to run, so that's kind of your time. So I was waiting. I was holding off on making the video till just uh -huh. about now, you know. Yeah, they say uh, sugar maple, black okay. maple, and red maple are the are the three best trees to use. Okay, and that's for syrup. Right. But you can tap water. There's a couple other trees. I don't mm -hmm. I don't know all of them. Again, go go uh, check it out. Do some research on your own. But like uh, birch trees, I think you can do, and mm -hmm. and and some other stuff. But even if you stuck with the maples, there's a lot around. Yeah. Um, you know, it's definitely something you could get into. All right. Number three? Number three. Um, walk or ride a bike what? versus driving your car. Right. If you, uh, if you're planning on bugging out or planning on getting ready, being ready, then you ought to be able to at least go from your, your house to the grocery store without using a car. You know, it's, it's kind of exhausting when you get on a bike. You're like, oh, I remember riding a bike as a kid. It wasn't uh, that bad. I it's because you're a lazy, out-of-shape out of asshole. Whatever. I, I got up and, uh, oh, what was it? Uh, I had to go. Uh, my car got dropped off at the car garage. Uh-huh. And uh, so I wanted to go pick it up before the wife got home and, and mm -hmm. whatever. That This was maybe a year ago. I don't know. Whatever. But I'm like, oh, I'll grab the bike out of the shed and I'll go ride over. It's mm. it's, it's probably four miles, right. something like that, mm -hmm. to the car garage. And uh, so I'm like, all right, I'll head down there, hoofing it, no problem. I'm feeling pretty good. And I go the four miles. And this is a mountain bike. It's not, you know, mm -hmm. your nice 10-speed easy it's rider. I think that's the, uh, the difference, too. But I roll up and, of course... Mechanic freaking didn't leave the keys in it. <laughs> and I'm like, no! And so, yeah, I just had to freaking high hoof it back. And I was cool with the four miles, but then the second four miles, I was like, yeah. Yeah, because it was downhill really cool, on the way right? to the shop. And I'm like, yeah, it's not really that cool anymore, you know? So, yeah. well, I, you know, even little things like, you know, if it's above 20 degrees, I'll park at the end of the parking lot. Okay. And you know, my wife loves that. I bet she Yeah, is. she loves that. Well, I always get that. Why are we taking a tour of the parking lot? <laughs> I'm like, well, because my truck's twice the size as all the parking spaces. Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, no, it's definitely uh, important to uh, be in shape, uh, be ready for for situations that might arise, and uh, you know, it's 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 really easy if you start with uh, making making small steps towards that. Yeah, you know, if you're out there, you know, running three or four miles every day then, you know, you could probably skip parking at the end of the parking lot yeah, you're all right. to walk in, yeah. But, uh, you know, if you are if you have a hard time uh, doing all your uh, shopping at Walmart without getting winded, Ooh. you might need to do, uh, you might need to do some work on that. Yeah, I was just at, uh, at the mother-in-law's the other day, and, you know, she gets winded, like, coming to the front door. Uh, so that, that's too that much. Would be, yeah, that would be something that maybe... That's you need a sign, maybe you need to uh, step it up. Yep. All right, so uh, that one, um, well, what else? So you said a bike or walking? Bike or walking, yeah. Now, what yeah. about walking, going out with the family a little bit, you know? Yeah, you can do that. I, I actually sometimes will pack, you know, pack, take my uh, bug out bag mm -hmm. and uh, just carry it. 
you know, go on a go on a hike through the woods by my house, carrying the sixty pounds on my back. Now that's allowed. You to. can just hike in your own woods. You don't even have to like. You go don't have off to drive someplace to actually no? go. You can yeah, just no. You can go any place you're at. Now, what if I live in the city? You're saying that I could just walk around, go up 10 blocks? Yeah, they have like sidewalks and everything, man. Well, now bike paths, what is it, Agenda 21, right? Bike paths everywhere in Uh America. I think Bloomberg was trying to uh, turn New York into a uh, bike city of some sort. Seem to remember some kind of... Times Times Square... Times Square. Oh, hey, wouldn't God. it be cool if the it was all bikes. bike lanes and yeah. we had one freaking car lane? Yeah. The See if we bikes, couldn't they, help traffic. They did actually. Uh, they're doing not too not too bad with that. Actually, the yeah. uh, the city bikes where they you basically drop off a bike and, and you pick drive one up them and in, you see yeah. one whatever you park it, you know, lock it, and then uh, you know go back out. Uh, all right. So what's next on our list? Uh, learn how to. Learn how to be your own plumber. Oh, your own plumber. I like that. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of a shitty plumber, but... Uh, well, you know, I was I was very bad at... You know, that's not something I ever uh, had any any experience with. Um, but, you know, it's, to be a plumber, all you really got to know is, is shit rolls downhill a quarter inch on four foot. Yeah. You know, that's it. Away. Paydays on Friday. That's it. <laughs> there might be a few plumbers out there that are going, whoa, whoa. No, there's definitely a, there's definitely quite a bit to learn. But it's, uh, you know, you can get away without spending a fortune, you know, to do some of the basic plumbing in your own house, you know. Just putting a, a valve in your in your water line someplace yeah. uh, is a good way to start, you know, start learning how to do it. Learn how to shut the water off to your house. You ought to know how to do that anyway just to begin with. Yeah, maybe and then start from maybe there. we'll add to this one. Learn how to shut the water off to your house, and learn how to shut off your breakers. Mm-hmm. If you can do those two things, and God forbid you label your breaker box, mm-hmm. you're already ahead of eighty percent of the houses out there, and eighty yeah. percent of the homeowners. Mm-hmm. But no, back to plumbing. I mean, shit with copper, you got to clean it before you solder it. Mm-hmm. If I could just remember that one rule, <laughs> I would be king of the freaking world. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, I think I made it to probably 30 and, years old before I ever um, You realized you had to clean the shit out of it? Plumbing, yeah. Well, wait. So you have to clean the copper. And let me tell you, if there's water in the pipe, you got to shut off shit everywhere. And I know you know that. That's not what the point I'm making. But just cut it and start over. Don't try and unsolder shit and be like, well, I'm too cheap to buy a new coupling and a yeah. new piece of pipe. Just cut it and start over. Mm-hmm. If you remember those two rules, clean it and cut it and start over, you'll be way ahead of the game That's and right. you'll have a lot less cursing uh, days. Mm-hmm. Um, gluing together the PVC. Awesome, easy, yeah. no problem. Anybody can do it. PVC is um, good for, for waste pipes, you know. Running, I learned this weekend, if you buy all your, uh, like, sink traps and all that shit at Lowe's, mm-hmm. they give you these shitty plastic, like, little uh, washers and, and things inside that suck. Yeah. And every connection freaking leaked. And then I went over to Home Depot and I, because they didn't have the right fittings, I kind of, you know, tried to make shit work. Mm-hmm. I go to Home Depot, the selection was a thousand times better. And then all the freaking uh, ring collars were uh, rubber 
instead mm-hmm. of plastic. Yeah. And holy shit, not one leak. Yeah, big difference, And right? I'm like, wow, these are fucking awesome. Uh-huh. And uh, I just got to say, having the right shit yeah. sometimes makes the difference. Yeah. And if you're just using those little plastic collars, they got to be straight. Yeah. And if you're going to have to twist and do things to make your plumbing work, mm-hmm. then that's a no-go. And since the waste pipe going out of the house goes at an angle, mm-hmm. it turns out it's going to twist a little bit. Yeah. So, go to Home Depot when you're buying your waste pipe pieces. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. I'm not plugging one store or the other. It sounds like you are. It does sound that yeah. way. <laughs> you know, I was always going to freaking Lowe's because they uh, give me the 10% veteran uh-huh. discount, right? So, I can flash the card. And, yay, 10%. But, man, when it comes to plumbing, all their shit sucks. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, just they don't have anything in right. our, our local store. They just, they don't stock anything mm-hmm. of any reason i go to home depot you know it and used it to all. be home depot and lowe's though if you didn't know what you're doing you could go down the aisle and talk to the guy that worked in that area and yeah they fired everything. that guy yeah that, that guy's gone no they don't know a damn thing that one per, per, per person that works in that store knows anything oh it's bad but you know plumbing is one of those things that uh that you know as long as you're willing to realize that you have to go back to the store four or five times all the stuff that you keep forgetting to get. Well, put it this there. way. There's about five traps in my work van now mm-hmm. after I did my trap project this weekend because <laughs> I kept having to buy... Well, of course, they only sell things, a trap and an elbow together because we don't have just a freaking elbow because that would only make sense. Right, right. But anyway, not a little disgruntled. Mm-hmm. But no, really, buy a YouTube video, solder together some stuff. You want to be lazy and do shark bites. Um... Or packs, something like that. Shark bites, packs, all that stuff. It's really easy, but honestly, it's not really as reliable as copper is. If you're mm-hmm. thinking long term, turns out mice love to eat through packs. Um, who knew? Oh, and I didn't know that. It turns out it only has like a 15 year life on it. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> See, I thought this was like magic. The and new plumbing miracle. now ended. I, I know. I, like, I, like, I, I wasted oh. all my time learning how to do it. And, uh, it turns out that no, uh, yeah, not so right. much. Well, and I already bought bit. the tool. You know, <laughs> I'm screwed. So, all right, what's next on the list? Uh, digging a well. Ooh, now I know we got a uh, article up on the website about digging a well. We do about a um, what is it a, a drive point well? A, yeah. So, you know, digging a well. Obviously, people been doing that for for thousands of years. It's not a it's not complex technology. Okay. And yeah, if you need a 200-foot well to get clean water to your house, then you're not doing it yourself, no. you know, unless unless you own a drilling company. <laughs> but, um, you know, you can drive your own well. Yes. You can drive your own well, you know, 15, 20, 30, 60 feet and just put a hand pump on top of it and you you're Just go pipe after pipe and keep uh-huh. threading them together. And you buy a little point to put at the end, mm-hmm. and not a big deal. This is something you can go into Lowe's and Home Depot. I think they have it. They mm-hmm. did in the past when I was there. Um, they have the little hand pump wells that'll you know work for you. Mm-hmm. The only thing you got to prime it. Not a big deal. Not hard to figure it out. Like I said, check out our article on uh, preppingbadass.com. Mm-hmm. But uh, bottom line, you basically you pour the water you know you take a gallon of water or whatever you pour it in the top of the uh well and start pumping and guess what you're good to go 
Um, when winter time comes around, you just lift the handle up and leave it up, and then the water will drain out. Mm -hmm. So that way it doesn't freeze. Um, unless you can cover it. You know, some people build a box around their yeah. wellhead, mm -hmm. and that way they can keep it warm all year. Um, you always see, you know, in the uh, the old, um, I don't know, little house on the prairie or, or any of these things, when they have the hand well pump, you see a bucket hanging there, and that's because you leave the bucket with water to prime it. To prime it. If, you know, that's what's going on. Mm -hmm. But, uh, so you'll go and uh, pour the bucket in, and then you're good to go. And then, like I said, you just lift it up and it drains back out. But you yeah. can always kind of leave it primed as long as, you know, you're planting that way and it's not going to freeze. Yeah, and in almost every area, every state, you don't need a license to drill a well that's less than 200 feet. Oh, yeah? But I did not know that. you need to think about what you're doing before you do it. Plan it out. Don't put it right next to your septic tank. Oh, you know, the don't, tank. The water's coming out of your toilet, going into the ground, and then going into your well. You don't want that. You know? Give it, give it a good 100 feet, yeah. at least. Um, you know, check before you dig. You know, those, those things. You know, uh, call before you dig. Do that. Check it out. Unless you know what's in your property or in your yard, yeah. you know, check before you start driving a, a steel spike through the ground. Um, yeah, there's a there's a lot of interesting interesting aspects to it, and it's really not as difficult as uh, as it may seem. And it seems like it'd be a very uh, handy thing to have in your in your yard, access to water that you don't have to uh, rely on the government or the infrastructure and for. You know what it is? It's just knowing how to do it. And, you know, I know when we looked at it, you know, when I wrote that article, I priced everything out and I went and, you know, did what I needed to do. Um, I think we had a podcast. We got big in the, or mm -hmm. deep into the well, you mm -hmm. know, you, you like that little play yeah, on words yeah, there, no, a little dad joke, right? <laughs> um, no, but uh, it, it was like 150 bucks and you're, you know, rocking and rolling. And you know what? How cool are you if you go set up? So that you drive a little well uh, in your your right next to your garden, mm -hmm. and now your wife's like, "Oh, now I don't have to run the hose. It's right here. It's easy. Right. Or I can wash my hands when I'm done." Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not saying it has to be your main drinking water or anything right. crazy, but it's something you know how to do. And two, it is a backup. And for 150 bucks, if you can set up a backup water supply, mm -hmm. I mean, that's you know the big thing. My wife's always you know worried about is. Where are we going to get water, you know? And mm -hmm. it, it's a serious issue when you don't have it, you know? Right, right. But, all right, what uh, what's next on the list? Installing a generator. Ooh, a generator. Now, you got a couple options with a generator. What are you thinking? Any thoughts? or? Well, I mean, uh, generators are great. Um, you just have to think about um, how you're going to fuel your generator, what, what operates it. And... You know, you can't run it in your in your basement if, you know, you're running a gas generator. No. No, people die, it turns out. Mm -hmm. um, so, all right. So, we have a couple choices. So, if you're the guy who believes the EMP is coming and the end of the world, you have solar, mm -hmm. right? But solar and EMP might take out your inverter that basically goes from your panels to your battery. Mm -hmm. um, now... You can have a second inverter or just have your whole system set aside that you can secure in a Faraday cage like right. we talked about. So, 
that's one option, right? You have a solar generator, you have panels, you have an inverter, you have battery, you have an endless supply, mm -hmm. you know. However, you know, limited by your panels. Right. Endless supply of 100 watts or mm -hmm. whatever, you know, you buy. So, all right, that's option one. We can do your standalone uh, gas generator. That's what I have. Mm -hmm. um, you know, holds like 20 gallons of gas. I think it goes probably 24 hours or so straight. Um, it has a 220 uh, plug on mine. Again, I I would say don't even... I mean, it really depends. I mean, I guess you're not wasting your time. If you're thinking on running a couple of things in your house, you really want like at least 5,000 watts running watts. Mm -hmm. um, you know, usually it'll say like 8,000 peak or 8,500 peak. I would right. say that's... The minimum stuff. I mean, if you're like, oh, I just want to run a lamp and charge my drill. Right. Then, yeah, you can but... do something else. But, I mean, if you want to keep your fridge going, be able to run your well maybe, mm -hmm. and maybe keep the furnace on. Right. Go with at least 5,000. Mm -hmm. um, don't play games. Uh, I have uh, where, you know, I can plug it into the house. Um, if I was a building inspector, I would tell you that... You need to make sure that you get the uh, bracket so that when you turn the breaker on for your generator, it blocks off the uh, main house panel, okay. or the main house breaker. Mm -hmm. So what they do is they make a metal plate so that when you slide one over, it forces you to you know shut off your, uh, your house breaker. Okay. That way, if you're running your generator and the power guy comes over and he's outside working on the pole, he doesn't get nailed. And that's oh, okay. with that any type sense. generator, yeah. all right? Because it will actually backfeed into the thing if your main breaker's on. Mm -hmm. Now, if I wasn't a building inspector, I'd say don't be a fucking idiot when you put on your freaking generator, shut the main off. Mm -hmm. And either way. Right. But the redundancy to make it idiot-proof, uh -huh. then there you go. You know, it depends on the world you want to live in. I'll let you choose your <laughs> own destiny, you know? But sadly, you're choosing the destiny of the guy out on the pole, right. too. That's true. But it's That's freaking white tag. Get over here. Yeah, Get out of here. He's probably a jerk anyway. Yeah, whatever. So, look, how much uh, how much money are we looking to spend if uh, we want to get a, a right. generator uh, for I, backup for storage and I things? I think, I mean, it always depends. You know, you wait till right before the storm. Right. And sometimes they're really bad. Mm -hmm. um, I, I think for five thousand you know like i said five thousand running watts troy built walking into home depot you're probably looking at about seven eight hundred bucks that's not really uh not really bad for um you know what for peace provides. of mind and that yeah um i think mine was maybe six or 99 or say it was a sale i mean you know i think it was regularly like 800 bucks but you're talking about like 699 and it came with like four extension cords to you know that go 30 feet and mm -hmm. are ridiculously thick and all this yeah um i waited until a uh storm came and then i was like well i have free time why don't i hook up the uh do the wiring for the panel and all this mm -hmm. and i did it all by flashlight like an idiot <laughs> but you know hey and then right around when i got it all set to go that's when the power came back on yeah and I was like, well, at least now I'm ready. Now you're ready for the next now, one. Now I'm the prepper. So there's that. Now, then you have like your bigger things you see like Generac or mm -hmm. like that. Now, they're cool because one, they're automatic. They test themselves. Um, a lot of people have it set up 
to their natural gas that's coming in. Now, the problem is that's going to work for 98% of the scenarios. I even think the zombie apocalypse, I'm thinking the gas is still it's there. Because people long aren't time. really using it in a lot. I think mm -hmm. it's going to be there. Um, I think you're pretty safe with that. Mm -hmm. But if you want to talk true off the grid prepper, you really want like your underground propane tank or whatever. Right. But again, that's going to run out too. Mm -hmm. um, you do have the possibility when you're natural gas that maybe your power company will divert things or if there's a leak in the gas line, they might shut off a section. Right. Y you know, I mean, yeah, I mean that would there's be, a million what ifs. You yeah, know, that's a, where, that would be something if you're in an uh, earthquake prone area. Right. Where your power's out right. because of an earthquake, the gas lines also could go Could down. be an issue. Yeah. So whatever. I mean, again, it depends what you're preparing for. You know, they say redundancy is, mm -hmm. is the best way to be prepared. So, you know, whatever, different ideas. I think those you're looking at like 14 or 15 grand to get something set up at your house. Uh -huh. um, I I know there's, there's options for like five grand, but I don't know that there's a lot of options for five grand. Mm -hmm. um, so whatever, that's something you guys got to look into on your own. But the idea... Some form of generator. I know we got a uh, episode coming up on kind of finding uh, electricity in the end of the world, mm -hmm. but uh, for now, that you know, that that's the idea. You know, you want some basic power. Um, my problem I run into with the twenty gallon is I'm forced to use it and run it every year. Actually, what I end up doing, it's uh, I'm kind of lame. I I fill my twenty gallon tank. I put stable in it. Mm -hmm. I let it sit for the year. And then I go and drain it back into five-gallon buckets. And I use it for my lawnmower and my other crap. Because my, my lawnmower is tough. And then that may explain why some of my small engines don't work so well. <laughs> but, you know, because, yeah, I mean, i got to cycle it through. You can't leave it forever. Right, you can't, you can't it buy the new generator. And then six years of it sitting there with a full tank of gas... Right. And then you're stuck. Mm -hmm. um, you know, with stable, honestly, gas should last a year and be okay. Right. So, you know, whatever. And, and but you're going to want to change it. I burn through it quick, yeah. you know, that way. But uh, what's next on our list? Setting up a blacksmith shop. A blacksmith shop. Blacksmith. Now, that's fun. Um, that's a little bit more involved, but it's awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, you're looking at a pretty pretty big nut to get started on it. Uh, it doesn't have to be as scary as you think. Yeah. Um, you drive around, you see uh, a lot of the places will sell, like, people who sell wood chips and things like this, or, like, pellets for pellet stove, you, they'll sell coal by the bag. Mm -hmm. So you can buy a couple bags of coal. Um, you go on YouTube. Honestly, you can make a, uh, a little furnace uh, with center blocks. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be that that big of a deal um the one thing you run into you need some kind of an anvil right um you need something to be able to pound on yeah they're not too um, cheap they're, they're not small, cheap at tiny all ones. even little ones um what i ended up doing first was i bought like the biggest uh harbor freight uh vice because mm -hmm. they have it with like the anvil back that it has a big flat right you know, whatever out the back. And it's not as cool as the other, but it's something you can pound on. But really, cinder block, coal, 
you need ventilation. You need to be able to pump in some air to heat it up quick. That's mm-hmm. the big thing that makes your forge, you know, different uh, than bellows. the other. Um, but honestly, you can go into Harbor Freight. Mm-hmm. Maybe the Anvil's 50, 60, 75 bucks. You got to go in with your, you know, 50% off coupon or whatever they mm-hmm. do, you know. And then, um, but, and then I bought, you know, some hammers and some other stuff. And obviously you want to buy better shit along. But. Right. You well, know, I mean, you can't, you, you don't get necessarily all the stuff need to spend whatever. thousands of right. dollars on I'm talking about, right, first, uh, banging out, you know, making yeah. a knife, making, you know, a different thing here and there. Um, little stuff like that. So it's kind of cool. Something to play around with. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I was kind of excited about it. But to be able to kind of work your own tools and do stuff, that's pretty cool skill at the end, you know? Yeah, yeah. But, you know, again, that might be a little more hobby. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But we were thinking that or welding. And honestly, you know... Welding's tough, and we didn't have a lot we could tell you about it. Yeah, welding yeah. is. Really I can do a little wire class. welding, but uh, it's not yeah. my expertise. You mm-hmm. know. Yeah, I definitely took a few class, welding classes, and and got right up to the point where I could almost weld. There you go. So that's bad. That's I seem to remember welding uh, the frame on your Mustang and putting a hole in the radiator. Yeah, so. I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds familiar. Yeah, we did pop a hole in that radiator, didn't we? But I think I got it back together too. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think you yeah, drove together that pretty day. well for a while. That that Mustang. There you go. So, yeah, I think we did a lot of welding on that. That that's yeah. the extent of my welding experience. Is mm-hmm. your your rusty cars? My rusty so. old. Uh, yeah. But all right. What's next on the list? Next on the list is uh, building a pond. Oh. Now, <clears throat> ponds are are great resources for one water. for the water for access water. to the water. Um, two, it's great, you know, it's a great way to be able to, uh, bathe your dogs and bathe, you know, scrub your kid out there too. Hell, I don't, Hell. you know, dirty, dirty animals. Like but that. I mean, a lot of ponds are, you know, if you make it big enough, you can really start to raise some fish in, in the pond um, and have it as a backup resource. I mean, to be able to get into aquaponics and, and like that and really research it. And I see people building sustainable systems with 55 gallon drums yeah so your pond doesn't have to be huge right you just kind of get started and move in the right direction right um i'd like to see it bigger than 55 gallons but you know i mean i'm just saying you kind of can make some headway with something you know um you got to buy the tarp, but, you know, a lot of people have those old crappy uh, blow-up swimming pools, plastic ones, that mm-hmm. maybe you recycle that tarp. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, there's there's options, mm-hmm. you know? And depending on the uh, ground you have, you might be all right. You know, actually, um, neighbor across the street was having some uh, septic work done. And, the, and mysteriously, uh, it became a pond? Well, no, oh. th- that did happen. Yard. That did happen for about a year, but... <laughs> When he actually got somebody that knew what they were doing over there with the backhoe, okay. uh, the guy's like, oh, let me just, uh, they were talking, and he said, oh, yeah, I can just dig a pond over here in about five minutes. Yeah. And dug a big hole, and granted, it's only, it only stays halfway full, you know? Yeah. But he's got his own little spot where his kid catches frogs and things out there. Exactly. And it's, it's a very simple project to do, uh, depending on how deep you want to get into right. it. Now you built you you built a pond by your side of your house. I did. Now I had a section of my yard that it was always wet. Um, mm-hmm. 
it, it wasn't like a natural like spring you know nice wet coming up it was more just everything kind of puddled there and that was the last place to dry because it was the low spot in the yard uh-huh. um so i was like well if everything's running there i may as well dig mm-hmm. the hole there you know and it was convenient where it's not like hey look at me because i can't make it huge and nice you know right. we're talking about 20 by 12 maybe mm-hmm. i just know this because the tarps i have to buy keep getting bigger and bigger yeah i'm like it looks like a tiny little nothing but <laughs> the tarp is freaking so and then and mine is like three feet deep all the way mm-hmm. and it i just wanted something i could put catfish or something cool you know one or two in there and whatever i just wanted to play around right right and actually it did attract bullfrogs and like mm-hmm. you said and all kinds of cool things happen in there it's apparently like a sex haven when you see how many freaking tadpoles and every other <laughs> damn thing in there every year those horny but, bullfrogs oh they're ridiculous but uh anyway so, and, and all kinds of things. I mean, cattails started growing up naturally. I guess it, you know, they come in on the birds or I don't know where the hell that shit comes from. But, uh-huh. you know, things I've never seen in my yard before, you know, pop up. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, that's kind of cool. Um, my mistake, I mean, I, I would love to dig really deep and, and nice, but uh, my whole yard is just a freaking rock. Yeah, you basically so live on bedrock. It, it was just me out there with a pick for, you know, three years. And then even with that, the bottom's all rough from the, you know, jagged from the rocks. So you're limited on the tarp options and you got to buy something thicker. And then you're like, oh, I'm spending 300 bucks on a tarp. So now that I got you all excited about why you want to dig a pond, Mm -hmm. but some people have dirt. Right. It turns out not everybody has to fight for everything. Yeah. I, uh, I, um. Really, that's the best way to, to do it. We I have all um, clay here. Okay. And I've got, you know, running... Well, clay spring, should hold. Springs, ...springs on my property. Springs are even better. But, uh, you know, if you can find just a wet area that is fed by a small spring or a, st- a stream... Yeah. You know, you can get right to work on that within... You know, you could do that in an afternoon if you're... Yeah. Uh, well, that's it. I mean, you know, not everybody fights. I mean, sometimes mm-hmm. digging dirt is not that hard. Right. And especially if you got a bunch of kids you can get out there. Mm-hmm. You know, put them to work. Put put $50 yeah. on them. Then the all table. you have to do is is stand out there with a bullwhip and everything gets done for you. Everything's done, huh? Mm-hmm. Nice. Oh, um, now, bed. what's next? All right, number nine. Oh, we're nearing the end. Yeah. All right. Conserving electricity. I actually this week started stepping up my game. Oh yeah, I did. So tell me your thoughts first. Oh, I oh I've been on point. Not yeah. because not me. Oh, but my uh, my wife's a, an electricity Nazi. Yeah, she chases me around the house, turning things off behind me, turning TVs pain. off. But I mean, your big drains are things like your TVs and the your TVs. you know you like want to be screen TV. LCD. That you, is you can't yeah. Well, you can well, even even the, even the LED. Sorry, the LED TVs are not that bad. It yeah. was the when the big TVs came out, they were horrible. The big flat, mm-hmm. and as long as you're buying LED, not great, but not horrible. Right. People are leaving their chargers in all the time. I'm told that's a big problem. Yep. Um, I don't know. My wife yells at me all the time about it. Yeah. I'm, I, I unplug most of my stuff if I'm not using it. Even even things like the coffee pot are unplugged. You nice. know? Yeah. 
that no, um, that matters. But that I believe it or not, you know, we we all thought we were cool, and it was funny. That that's why I was saying this weekend. Um, you know, I I actually because I'm cheap, I went out and bought all those stupid CFL bulbs way back. You know, when yeah. they first kind of were the thing, and before LED were really an option. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyway, so I go and I buy and I put them all over the house. So I was kind of writing it off as, oh, I'm already good. I'm squared away. Right. You know, I don't need to worry about it. So I I don't know. I think Lowe's or one of these places had a bunch of uh, LED bulbs for a dollar the other week, you know, mm-hmm. each when I was up there and I think they had dimmable ones at Sam's Club or something, two for like seven bucks. Mm-hmm. Whatever. I ended up, I was like, oh, you know, I wanted to do dimmer lights in my basement because, of course, I got freaking eight recessed lights uh-huh. down there. And, you know, originally they were all like 75 watts when I bought the house, you know. Mm-hmm. You turn that on and you're freaking, yeah. you know. Meter's just spinning. You're, you're horrible. So, anyway, and then I put in, of course, a bunch of CFLs. And then I was like, oh, they're not dimmable. And I know that's obvious to everyone in the world now, uh-huh. but it wasn't when it first kind of happened. Mm-hmm. You know, when these things came out, I, I wasn't on point with it. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, you're saying, well, gee, that's been like 12 years or six years or something. Yeah, well, I haven't gotten around to it. So <laughs> I buy the light bulbs. Yesterday I go down. I'm like, all right, I'm changing out every one of these. So they're all CFLs, and I'm thinking, oh, I'm pretty good. Turns out I bought replaces 100 watts, so they're like 22 watts each. Mm-hmm. And now I'm going to LED that are like 5 watts each. And then times 8, I'm like, oh, that's kind of a big difference. Uh-huh. I go through, and I change them, and it was amazing to me. Supposedly the CFLs replace 100-watt bulbs, the ones I bought that are LED are supposed to be replaced 60 watt and they're twice as bright mm-hmm. as the the other one. And I went through and as I'm going through, one of my kids, I go in the room, they have a ceiling fan, three light bulbs, 60 watts each. Uh-huh. And I'm like, really? You're doing this all the time? I'm like, I'm right now going a letter. He's going to find out about your behavior because this is not trouble. good. And, but the same thing, I, I bought... You know, the the little fancy ones where you see the filament inside, you know, mm-hmm. but they're LED. Right. Yeah. And so, but it was like 14 bucks for a three pack. But now I think it's like nine watts. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's awesome. But I guess it's just, the bottom line is, there's always stuff, you know, we could do to cut it down a little bit. And it's just, yeah, one, it makes it so that you really can kind of run your house off a generator. Mm-hmm. Um Two, it makes it so that, you know, you have a cheaper electric bill and you have more money to buy bullets. Right. I mean, come on. That's what's important. You got to have your priorities. Uh-huh. You know, food storage and bullets, right? Mm-hmm. Or just bullets and more guns. Just more more bullets? Bullets. Because, I mean, once you got a good gun, then bullets. Uh-huh. All right. So anyway, number 10? Number 10, uh, sharpening your own tools. Oh. Now, um... You can you can get a uh, a wheel pretty easy. Okay. One of those um, automatic yeah. ones. The uh, you know you pick up plug hand in. or are we over oh, plugging it in. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Those um, I've I've sharpened everything from axes to uh, lawnmower blades. You know, it's it's not something that um that a lot of people are good at. No. But it's very easy to get good at it. 
You know, you can spend an afternoon messing around with uh, with one of those and sharpening everything you have, and you're going to be a pro by the end of the day. Nice. And that's it. I mean, just taking care of your stuff, you know? Right. Nobody There's... does it but cleaning your guns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Taking care of it matters, you yeah, know? exactly. Um, and your tools. I hate to say your it. tools? You know, your stuff that you're using outside, all mm-hmm. your yard tools. Yeah, I was doing some work uh, with a socket set outside uh, a couple weeks ago. And, uh, you know, it was like fine rain coming down. Yeah. And when I was done, I went inside, you know, talking to somebody, and I was taking every socket out and wiping it down. They're yeah. like, what the hell are you doing? Well, I want to have a socket set that's not covered in rust, uh, you know, without having to buy another one every six months. I don't have anything I can say to that. Because <laughs> all yours are rusty. I and shame a little bit. Yeah. But, but, I mean, there's no reason to have a knife that way it blends sharp. in. It's like camouflage with the bottom oh, of right. my truck. Yeah, there you go. Matches. <laughs> Matches. Yeah. No, but, uh, you know, I, I'll even go through with a, with a whetstone, you know, if I have an extra 15 minutes and, you know, board, I'll go through all my kitchen knives and sharpen them. Nice. You know, they, making uh, dinner is a lot uh, a lot nicer when you have yeah. knives that actually cut vegetables. Uh, my wife used to complain about it, but she loves that all the knives always are, you know, ready to go. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing, you know, in the kitchen. We have, I think we go through, we have like four, you know, regular chef knives. Yeah. Tell you, I was at somebody's house doing a repair the other day. And, uh, and uh, so she tells me, Oh, my daughter's moving downstairs, and uh, this is relevant. You know, okay. We'll get there. Just in case you guys were all starting to panic, you know. But she's like, oh, my daughter's moving downstairs, and she's doing all the work herself. And it's great. And I'm like, oh, yeah? All right. And she's like, yeah, let me take you down and show you. So we go downstairs, and her daughter's using a, a like really sharp, nice like bread knife. Uh-huh. That you get for, you know, for cutting loaves, you know, whatever. Right. And uh, she's cutting sheetrock with it. Oh. <laughs> and she's like, no. <laughs> yeah, you can buy those for like seven bucks, man. It's you like, can, that's you can get awesome. sheetrock knives. But, mm. you know, that's it. We all, you know, just take care of your stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and, hey, take care of your homestead. And we just kind of wanted to give you some ideas, get you excited about springtime here. Mm-hmm. Get you to you know step up your game this spring. That's right, and uh, and then you can get back to drinking beers, and that's so, what's really important. You gotta have your priorities: beers and bullets, mm-hmm. and boobs, and boobs, and boobs. <laughs> so you know whatever. So with that, check us out on uh, Patreon. Maybe follow us on Facebook, iTunes reviews. I see uh, you guys left this one. I appreciate it. Like you guys are, uh, you know, keeping it up and uh, stay safe. We will talk to you guys next week. Mm.